0: You're listening to The 123 Show with me, Noreen Mir, on this Thursday afternoon. And I'm super excited to welcome back on the program, Sadia Osmani. Great to see you, Sadia. How are you doing?
1: I'm all right. Thank you. How are you? It's I'm good too, to see you well. too. Yes, we
0: are on nice Facebook to Live. To
1: do this. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <that's right. laughs> so
0: our listeners can join us there as well. Feel free to join us uh, on Noreen Mir on RTHK Radio 3. You'll be able to see and hear the wonderful Sadia Osmani. Um, I feel a bit, it's weird that, you know, my hands keep disappearing into the background yeah, of, yeah. of the Zoom stream, but never mind. Well, not.
1: I think with technology, it's all its all very experimental, isn't it, at the moment, but we're all doing very well at it. I mean, you know, who would have thought that you'd be doing a program like this? I mean, Facebook Live was something, but now to be able to do this on Zoom and stuff is great. Super.
0: Exactly. We need to embrace uh, technology. So, Sadia, what have you got for us this week then for this Thursday's Chin Well, Chinwag? I
1: try and choose something that's kind of reasonably topical. And it's interesting because I was, I was talking to um, some relatives and stuff, and people are actually now thinking about traveling. And and I thought it'd be interesting just to look into it as to where we stand now and how we may have changed because of COVID. Um, Supposedly now, you know, the UN tourism agency is actually asking governments to do the best they can to get people traveling again now. So I don't know. I mean, if you think about traveling, it'd be interesting to see as to the types of things that we are now going to have to think about before traveling. I think initially it's really just the question of do we travel or do we not you know can we travel is it safe to travel and you know in the past you know when you've wanted to go somewhere and see something you've always thought okay let's look at the map let's look at flights let's see what's cheap and where we can go and you almost could put a pin to a destination and say yeah i want to go there but i think now um you know we can't do that we have to really Think about where we're going to go before and I suppose because we are not going to be traveling as much and as frequently as we did before the destinations we choose must perhaps have a little bit more significance have a deeper meaning for us because what the kind of top tips I was looking through a number of different articles and things like that And the top tips seem to be that you you need to kind of now, if you are actually contemplating travel, um, obviously you are going to have to think about the fact that, you know, when you choose where you're going to go, you're going to have to look at the, the, the airlines and see that they are doing all the things that, that will make you feel safe and 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 obviously things like you know expenses to go it might be more expensive because if airlines are now it's doing so the expensive whole social now
0: exactly there. the because, are um, expensive I know
1: now. my son recently just flew over from the UK and he used um I think Finnair or something and he was saying on both legs of the journey uh, there were very few people in the flight. And so he did actually have the road to himself. But obviously that may change over time as people get more confidence in traveling. But, you know, tickets and stuff may go up and in the past, we've always, when we thought about traveling, the first thing that comes into our mind is like, have I got my passport? Am, am I all okay to travel and stuff, right? But now I think, you know, what they say is that... You need this. Uh, I don't know if you can yeah, see but... you need your sanitizer. So the whole kind of liquid sort of rules about 100... Just <laughs> spraying the sanitizer. But the whole rules about sort of liquids and, and how much you can carry, I think those are going to have to change because 100 ml... <laughs> it's not really going to take you very far you know and you might need to have a bit more flexibility where these things are concerned um you know and also the whole kind of rules about okay you've got your passport but at the same time um do you need other certificates like some sort of a health certificate or thing to say that you are okay that you've had a COVID test recently and you are clear um so we don't really know as to where we're going to stand with the logistics of it the whole admin side of it um but when you're actually thinking about those holidays then as i mentioned that you know it's the top tips are that you travel for longer and you travel less often but you decide that, okay, if I'm going to travel, I'll now go for a whole two weeks compared to a week. Or, you know, if I was going to do a long weekend, let's make it a week so that we're doing less traveling. So people might bunch up the traveling. The other thing is is that, you know, the whole thing about staycations. A while back, you know, a year ago when somebody said staycation, people would think, yeah, yeah, just go to a local hotel, have a nice weekend, this and that. But now it's it a is thing. significant. It's yeah, a thing. people it look absolutely. forward
0: to staycations and exploring um, Hong Kong or wherever people are living in. Yes. Um, just, uh, yeah, just little nuggets that people haven't previously yeah. thought to go because they were too busy going overseas.
1: Absolutely. But also, I suppose the whole thing about staycation is that you are then supporting local um, economy, business, local yes. hotels which who are struggling at the moment, who would really like to have more people come in. So the staycation is one. The other thing that seems to be that, you know, people are looking at is this whole thing about freewheeling it in terms of why, you know, get a bike, go to a local area and mm-hmm. hire a bike, even if you're going abroad and stuff, then I think. The whole aspect of the environment and sustainability is now we're much more aware of it since COVID. So, you know, maybe more people because of social distancing, too. But if you're on a bike, you're on your bike yourself. Maybe someone's following you a couple of meters behind you or whatever in your family. But the whole safe aspect, the social distancing aspect is also an important thing there. So, so yeah, I mean, that, that could work. And, and obviously people are trying to stay close to home. You know, so so gives you an opportunity to explore some things, certainly in Hong Kong and anywhere you live, to, to look what, what's on your doorstep and to avoid the crowds. Um, you know, so I, even if you're choosing a tourist destination, I think, you know, generally, I, if I was booking a holiday or something, I'd really like to go somewhere where there's not going to be too many tourists anyway, because you can get the real feel of a place like that so now you know maybe you don't go to paris maybe you don't go to those main tourist areas you actually choose things which are a little bit out of the way and smaller villages and
0: the small towns yeah exactly
1: yeah But also, I suppose, at the same time, what they're saying that if you do decide to go, like, you know, within a community and stuff, then you've also got to think about the fact that those communities may have been suffering because of COVID with business, local businesses, things like that. So when you do go to that community, then it's important for you to try and support it like you know go and eat there go and use the the you know use the hotels and so that at least it's generating some sort of income for people who because of covid were not having you know were really i suppose starved of any real attention as such um the other thing that there is that they're saying is that you'll find that things like queues and stuff in in airports are just going to be much longer and oh, you know, or fewer to...
0: people in airports. I've heard that, yeah. well, Hong Kong Airport has been quite um, uh, not very busy at all. Um, flying out but maybe another kind of
1: spread out things going to take Mm -hmm. and then i suppose the whole thing for me like you know i don't know about you but like you know if you're going on holiday and stuff you start thinking okay what should i pack what should i take with me and i think that might have changed now our priorities have probably changed obviously you've got to make space for your Your face sanitizer (laughs) face mask sanitizer and also, like, if you are, you know, hopefully you, you can change your clothes, you're going to, you, your priorities may have changed a little bit in terms of then you take six suitcases. So obviously your
0: store pack sanitizers, but, okay, so there are different people and uh, different people do different things. Are you the type of person who would pack enough for the entire time or are you the kind of person or pack enough for you to get on the flight in a few days and then see if you can buy masks and hand sanitizers in the at the destination mm. what kind of person are you
1: well i usually would pack enough um yes. but the thing is uh but when i travel light but yes. the problem is is that now because of all the restrictions and the costs of of hand luggage and, and you know booking and stuff i've learned now over the years i mean like 20 years ago, I might have said, no, I've got to take a suitcase. There's no way I'm going to need a big suitcase. But now I try and pack everything in a hand luggage bag oh, really? so that I what don't hand? have to check things in. Yeah. And then I'm kind of mixing and matching stuff so that I, I'm very good now at traveling and, and I can do it. Um, but I think things like, I suppose, things like masks and sanitizers, you probably wouldn't take any chances yeah. you would probably want to keep those for safety reasons for yourself in those bags um, but i would certainly be packing kind of much lighter stuff and, and maybe buying a bits and pieces when you're there to survive but making sure you've got those essentials with you and stuff yeah. um, the other thing is is that i suppose stuff like insurance like you know before when i traveled we always had travel insurance But now I think I'm just wondering as to how that is now going to affect people, because travel companies, um, obviously now when you book your ticket, you should and your hotel, you should be able to get cancellations at the last minute. and, And people are now doing that. Um, And also insurance for yourself, like, God forbid, if you were to get ill when you were abroad and stuff. So I think those premiums may be going up quite a lot and we need to be shopping around a little bit more, but also looking at flights and hotels that have that cancellation. You know, that's, I think, the onus is on hotels and other people who are providing these services to make sure that they provide a service which, you know, ticks all those boxes. So it might be more expensive, certainly.
0: I'm just trying to find an article I read about a week or two ago about Emirates. Um, they're saying that if if somebody travels uh, via their airline and contracts the coronavirus, they will cover your medical and funeral costs if you prove wow. that. And this is with Emirates. Well, and then I and I read it further. I, I don't think they cover the entire funeral cost, but they will pay um, a certain amount uh, up to one hundred and seventy six thousand dollars if a passenger is diagnosed uh, with COVID-19 during a flight. So
1: I wonder how much the Emirates ticket costs, <laughs> probably a lot more than um you know because it's it's they quite, were quite interesting good in refunding they my can't...
0: tickets though we, we had booked to go to dubai um for march this is back in march and, and we were supposed to, to fly uh for i think for the easter holidays and they refunded us entirely and we bought the cheapest oh. tickets i think a lot of companies
1: are doing that yeah. now though but some Lots of them
0: of... yeah some of them will, will give it to you as credit though and then you have yeah, to, yeah yeah but they yes. re, you could choose between credit or you could choose to hold onto those tickets and then find another sure. date um but we just took there's, a refund
1: uh, yeah there's a lot of people at the moment who got married during covid and i know i have i know a number of yes. people who got married and did very small weddings and they had to cancel all the receptions and things like that but they had honeymoons booked and they had planned to go abroad and things like that. And what has happened is that some of those companies, some of those hotels have refunded them. But other hotels have actually said, look, you've got two years. You can come back here and you can book with us again. And so we'll just keep your money for now. But but it's just like a gift card that they've got that they can use. But I can imagine quite a few people are in that predicament at the moment because of honeymoons and stuff, which you know, they're just not wanting to travel and they just feel like, no, let's just hold off for a little longer. So it's interesting to see that. But but then I think survival now is companies have to offer some of those those benefits. Otherwise, people are not going to book. Mm. You know, you will readily book and pay a bit extra.
0: Now, Sadia, I know you, um, you've got, Itchy feet. Um, I've known you for for a while now. You often like to travel w- with your family. Um, how has this impacted you and your family? I mean, obviously, you guys can't travel at all, and you have families no. overseas, um, also. Um, Huge amount.
1: Yeah. Huge amount. I think um, you know it's not just the logistics of just going and going on a plane now. It's really about your own safety thinking, okay, where am I going? Even if, if you're traveling to the UK, then, you know, is there any quarantine? Are they doing the whole thing about isolation? Because, you no know, quarantine, you have in the not, no yeah, quarantine in the UK and no quarantine in the States. It's not either. only about yourself, exactly. it's about others, isn't yeah. it? Um, and also like when you do go, say for two weeks, then does that mean that you come back to Hong Kong and do two weeks of quarantine? Because I can't see that the, In Hong Kong, I can't see the whole quarantine thing relaxing for a very long time unless, you know, the country here, we've had no cases completely for months on end or something or other countries where people are coming from have had no cases until we know it's absolutely clear or there is a vaccine or something. But um, but as far as personally... Um, You know, I have a daughter in the UK, I've got, you know, relatives in the UK, but I had planned this year. It's it's funny because this year I had actually planned because there's a number of weddings and things like that. I was going to be away from Hong Kong for quite a bit of time, but everything has just gone to pot. And I can't see myself now, at least for another year to um, go back or see my daughter. And I don't feel it's right to get them to come to for them to come and visit here because then we'd have to do the two weeks quarantine and nobody has that kind of time holiday to do
0: that. exactly yeah that's a really good point yeah. uh, you know so there really are people who difficult. are looking to travel but you know you may not have that amount of annual leave uh, having yeah. you know especially if you go to a place which requires you the two weeks quarantine Definitely coming back to Hong Kong, you're going to need that two weeks. So, who has, I mean, say you go to a place for a week, who's got two weeks out, one week there, and then two weeks of quarantine back? That's five
1: weeks. Yeah, but it's also that if you say went by if I went say by myself and decided to go somewhere and then I come back and I have somebody in my house here I can't do the quarantine I don't want to do it with other people because God forbid go if to there a was hotel.
0: exactly yeah yeah
1: so then you have to then incur the cost of the hotel um and every and the food and everything so we're talking another staycation here afterwards <laughs> a so staycation well in a just... hotel room <laughs> yeah, because you know um as i said like you know my son's just come from the uk and it was only last saturday that he completed his 14 days of quarantine so he had 14 days in a hotel where he had no contact with anyone at all. Obviously he was talking on online and things like that. And it was just food being delivered. And again, everything's very organized. That just gets delivered on your doorstep and you just pick it up, but there was no contact whatsoever. And it is it is a hard thing to do for two weeks, you know? But you can't put other people at risk if you're coming back from somewhere and you think I can do this in my home. It's not, it's not right to do that because then you, what if, what if you've got something and then you pass it on to the rest of your family members. So it's because you're a good these... person
0: and you think like that. But there's so many people sort of rushing back before deadlines. Um oh. uh, You know, but yeah. they they do come back from for, for deadlines. But then they stay in their house for about two weeks. But then there are some people who rush back uh, to the deadline of the quarantine, and then they just that's keep that's
1: quite going hard in. to understand. Yeah, I find that quite hard to understand because sometimes you know when there is a deadline about something, whether it's to use. Um, you know, beauty parlours or whether it's travelling or quarantine. Oh, don't and, even uh, get me started
0: about that. I mean, they're thinking about uh, reopening beauty parlours. What about schools? Surely schools yeah. is more... Anyway, that's you a topic know, for another day. So
1: so it's kind of difficult because then you think, okay, if you do reopen... I mean, the deadline is a deadline that has been set by us, isn't it? By human beings, like, you know. So so you there is no kind of hard and fast rule to say, okay, since from midnight... We will be absolutely fine. Until then, we're absolutely fine. But after midnight, you can't do that. So so then it kind of, it is a responsibility of yourself to look at the general situation, whether it's traveling or whatever, to think, is this something that is appropriate for me to do right now? Because would I put anyone else at risk? So I think we, I think that is maybe another thing that has changed during COVID is that our sense of responsibility, you know, we may have been quite okay about going and traveling and doing things, but now we're not only just thinking about ourselves, we are potentially thinking about the person who's standing next to us or the person who might be sharing that space, the plane with us, that I don't want to put them at risk anyway if I feel that.
0: Yeah, well, funny so you I mentioned about flights and stuff. Um, I have a friend um, who may be getting married and we were talking about like a, planning a hen's party for her. Where should we fly? What should we go overseas? And she was just like, oh, maybe we'll, we'll, we'll just go sailing um, instead. So that's also maybe a, a method mm. of travel on people's minds, people going on boat trips and, and, and sailing instead. Although mm-hmm. it would be really, really unfortunate if somebody gets COVID yeah, I on, suppose, on, on I the suppose boat that... we will be stuck.
1: Yeah, <laughs> kind of like a. Cruise. We've had situations uh, yeah. like that, haven't we? A, a big cruise liners is being stuck in there for days on end, and obviously it's almost like a very contained uh, environment, unit, which. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And then lots of people could be affected. I suppose it goes back to that, you know, the types of packages that we are offered, whether it be on a cruise line or whether it be packages, you know, holiday packages. I think we're not going to have enough confidence about traveling until we're absolutely sure that people who provide those packages are doing the best for us. You know, it's not just about money. It is about taking responsibility. And, you know, using that and, and trying to make things better like that.
0: Well, you say it's not about money. There are some people looking for cheap deals uh, for cru- yeah. cruises and <laughs> there are some well, people, well, yeah. you know, planning yeah. to go on cruise uh, cruise ships as well.
1: Yeah, no, no, but there's lots of cheap flights. I think my sister was just telling me too that you know, like, um, UK's got EasyJet, and oh, yeah, and, nice. and she they live very close to the airport, and she was saying that the flights are just taking off every five seconds. Really? So they're obviously yeah, and so they're obviously and supposedly the EasyJet tickets are very very cheap at the moment. So it's interesting that you know they might find that. Obviously, this is a good time. It is going to attract people, but they've got to make sure that it's safe to do that. I think there's a balance between, you know, the airlines getting back on their feet and being safe. Exactly.
0: Well, uh, David on the Facebook page writes and says, uh, good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon to you, too, uh, David. And he says the cost uh, to go from Melbourne to London is uh, $1,349. I think that's Aussie dollars. Uh, But the only problem is Australians aren't allowed to travel. That's actually quite a Good price. Um, let me just, what, times mm. it by 5.5? 5. 5, times that by 5.5. 5. Wow, it's about 7,500 Hong Kong dollars from wow. Australia to London. Wow. That's a really good See, price. That's, there. A,
1: that's yeah, quite that's, good. Maybe I should lockdown. check out. to Australia. <laughs> 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 I really I know, recommend I Australia. Gonna...
0: Yeah, but I don't think you can go in there at the moment. I don't think anybody can travel no. uh, to, to Australia yeah. at the moment. They're very strict uh, at I the moment. I think we're
1: best to just stay put at the moment.
0: I, I I have to agree with you. Staying stay at home saves lives and also doesn't put so much burden on our medical workers. But I'm sure there are people with itchy feet. Uh, use this time wisely to do a lot of research, do a lot of planning to future destinations. Because I'm yeah. sure after this, I mean after the vaccinations are invented, I'm sure the whole world, those who will want to f- can afford traveling, will go absolutely nuts. But I do want to put in a, a small disclaimer. You know, reduce your carbon footprint. You know. Each flight is absolutely. actually very bad for the environment. Um So the sure. eco-warrior in me, or maybe the, 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 the thrifty noise comes out. I think are more
1: aware now. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right.
0: Yeah. Good. Well, Sadia, thank you so much for bringing such a wonderful topic uh, to, to us this afternoon. And I look forward to uh, chatting with you again uh, next week on more Chinwag. Thank you very much indeed.
1: You. See you then. Thank Say you. Bye. Bye.